Before we begin this episode, I want to let you guys know that my merch is now live on KennedyBright.com, where you can check it out. The hoodie we're talking about here on this episode, Athletes Mental Health Hoodie, is live. It's the first one to drop. We think it's really important for you guys to support and recognize that they are human, they have emotions, and their mental health is important just as any everyday person. All right, let's get into the show. up guys welcome back to the locker room i am your host and your favorite kansas city girl kennedy bright and as always what is in the locker room stays in the locker room get your playbooks ready guys so this week's episode first off we all need to give janae a round of applause for being here it's literally like midnight that we're recording this episode because yes <laughs> it's been a crazy couple of weeks and so i really want to get this episode out here because this week's episode as you read from the title it's about athletes um mental health and just talking about like the importance in it because November is National Men's Mental Health Month. So we have been talking about like, yeah, we need to do the episode and get out there. But then last week I was out, I was out in the streets, you know what I'm saying? Two nights in a row. <laughs> so that was on me. <laughs> then I had like a whole situation. I was having a meltdown on that Wednesday. I had a little trip. So, anyways, bottom line, <laughs> she came through <laughs> for us because I felt like this would be a good episode to do with someone else. So you kind of be more of a conversation, more so than just literally like a reading off like some type of facts or stuff like that so everyone she got school tomorrow she got work tomorrow i need to go follow the girl on instagram and tiktok for sure okay because she came through for us but yes so we're glad you're here thank you so much yes i'm so happy to do this episode because like you said we both kind of like this is a topic that we feel strongly about so yeah i was down to get this episode out yeah. for sure and we always like me and her have like really good conversations like every day just ourselves and stuff and so we were like this is one that we're like yeah this needs to be like definitely discussed on the podcast seeing that of course mental health is important for all men but seeing that the topics are always around athletes that's kind of the brand that's here so I just felt like it makes sense to be responsible and use this platform as a place to spread awareness and a lot of times we make these jokes you know we always joke about them but this is something we want to be serious about today like no jokes like not trying to be funny or you know, talk about them like normally we do. As I was saying, November is National Men's Mental Health Month. And this is something that I'm also, that I'm really passionate about, not just because I am a former athlete, but now with the transition of just talking to athletes in general and being around them, I feel like you kind of can understand and see things from a different viewpoint, a different side, and how certain things that us everyday people on the couch and watch TV, like what we see is completely different from what goes on behind closed doors. And mm-hmm. Janae is passionate about it too. Like I said, we meet her, we talk about it all the time. And I think yeah. we always have this huge thing of like, oh, it's just a sport. They get paid all this money, blah, 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 blah. They should be able to handle it. But like, until you really know what it's like to be watched by millions every week, critiqued, like all the time, talk trash about, you know, like, I don't think you really understand. I think people think it's just for fun. You know, it reminds me right. of like, a, honestly, kind of like the Hunger Games, you know, like everyone just sitting here just watching like this thing go down you know and like you kind of forget like they're not robots like they weren't built literally to just like they still have human emotions and they are still just like us. want to make a disclaimer first off the things we're going to talk about today is not referring to abuse like if someone is abusing you someone is taking their anger out on you like physically calling out your name like all those things we want to make sure there's a clear difference because I know sometimes like Mm -hmm. when I talk I'll say like oh he just does that because like he knows I'm not going to leave, like stuff like that. Like, I'm not talking about like no one putting their hands on me, calling me on my name, like nothing like that. So I want to make sure that's right. clear. What I'm talking about is like, for instance, like, oh, like he'll cancel plans with me because he needs, you know, like folks, like stuff like that. So I want to make sure we make that clear because I don't want anyone thinking that that's what we're referring to. Like we're saying like, oh, it's okay. They're athletes and they're under a lot of pressure. So, you know, let them beat up on you or let them talk to you. Like, no, we're not talking about yeah. that. <laughs> I want to make sure that was clear. I want to say there's a huge huge issue around mental health in general but especially when it comes to males and from my experience being you know a black female in the black community it is really huge with black men like it's not kind of a thing um you know you don't want to talk about it men are supposed to be tough this this, or that and I think it all comes down to to honestly being uneducated about what mental health even is in the first place for me like when I hear mental health I'm not gonna lie (laughs) I'm like it reminds me of someone who has to be like on medication or has to be locked up you know in order to keep 
themselves and other people safe because they're a danger. Like I, it just sounds super negative and that's not necessarily the full realm. Like I feel like it's a spectrum and that's automatically what I wonder if other people also think when they hear the word like, oh, they have mental health issues or you have something with your mental health. Like it sounds like you're crazy. And so I think automatically people are going to be turned off by wanting to get help. Like, oh, nothing wrong with me. I'm not crazy. What are you talking about? And so I think that kind of has to do a little bit with why they don't really want to look out for help or think that, you know, it's always a thing of, I'm not like this person. I'm not like that. So I'm good. Like, do you feel kind of that way or? Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I was, I was even going to bring up, which I'll talk about more later, but Mm -hmm. just like, even when I was an athlete, like, I feel like I didn't even know what mental health was. Like that was never even like a factor at all. Like it's, it's, something I feel like I've learned about now and it's so I definitely agree with you especially in the black community that people probably don't even like factor that into their daily lives at all mm-hmm. so yeah I think it's something that like we said this conversation should definitely be had a lot more right and I also think that spectators fans like I don't think we really realize how much power and effect we really have on athletes to begin with because of course, like if you're not close to anyone, then you wouldn't know. But like I've one thing, and I don't want to forget to say it later, so I'm gonna put it in here right now. I think the part that annoys me so much is like if there's a female, you know, we're females were real big on like people body shaming, this, this, or that. And it's like, I don't know what it's like to literally physically like the body I was born in, be using that to do a job, be using that to perform and have people talk about you like all the time. Like it's the same thing as body shaming to me. Like you're literally mm-hmm. calling people some people they suck they shouldn't play like you know like the things you say you're talking you're right. not ta- like you're talking about like they're literally like their body their makeup their hard work like mm-hmm. to me it's just like a different type of level of hurt versus just like you just do a job and like if I'm just a journalist I'm a terrible writer like that's just like oh I'm a writer okay I can fix that but when you're talking about people's like physical bodies and stuff you can't really change that and I think that's just something that I feel it's a double standard. If it was a female, you know, you'd be, oh, if she was trying to work out and post some workout videos and maybe her form and stuff was off, then you guys would say stuff. We always be like, oh my God, it's body shaming and this or that. But when it comes to athletes, like, oh, well, suck it up, like get over it. And I think another thing with, as far as the fans go too, it's like, there's another level, like people, I think, I think don't really realize that, especially like the further um, down the line they get as an athlete, all the way up into like being a professional, obviously at like the highest level, like a lot of these people's livelihoods are literally depending on this. So it's just the fact that like, it's not, you know, it's not just a game. This is literally how people like put food on the table and like take care of their family members. So that's already like so much pressure. And even like the average American or like average person in general who goes to school, goes to college, graduates, gets a job. Like a lot of those people don't have to worry about necessarily like their entire families or like Mm -hmm. having to feel the pressure of like, oh my God, like I literally have to do this and my entire family is depending on me for that. Like that's a small percentage of people. But when you look at, look at it in like the athletic realm, like probably like 80 to 90% of those people and guys are having the pressures of like, oh my God, I also need to be able to take care of my family or like this means a lot for me and my family. So it's like they already have that pressure right on them. And then for fans and like people to say things about if they had one bad game, like not only do I have the pressure of like, I have to feed my family, I have to take care of myself and my bills, but now I had one bad game and everybody is commenting and you know what I mean? Like, so it's just like, it's crazy. No, I agree. I definitely like, I think that's something that people don't like understand. It's just, especially to, like I said, I'll go a lot back to the black community just because I'm black. So that the only know my community, I can't speak for others mm-hmm. and maybe other communities are the same way. But I know for us, like we're always like, so-and-so gonna get us out the ghetto. Like it's always like this pressure right. on this one person. And mm-hmm. this is before they even have kids. Like they might not even have children. Right. They just have all this pressure of taking care of everybody, making sure everybody's straight. Like, and I think that to me personally, I think it's ridiculous. If my brother went on to be a professional athlete, it should not be his job to take care of literally every single person. Like, I don't, I don't believe in that. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you want to, you know, get, make sure my parents have a nice house or something or whatever, fine. But I I don't think it should be where he's given like his parents 
and his siblings allowance and stuff like that. And if you have younger siblings, you know, like that's mm-hmm. different. Like their kids, like, of course, you know, or like they're in the college age, like, you know, they're still finding themselves and work, you know, getting to a point that's different. But I just mm-hmm. don't think that it should be fair for them to have all that pressure literally on. Right. They have to provide for all these people. And then, if you know, if they don't give back to the community, see, they selfish. They think they made it out. They don't want to give back. Like, oh, no. Do you know how much money they really make? Like, can we really right. be real? You hear how much you Google whatever. First of all, network is not actually how much money literally comes into their pocket. That's first off. Second mm-hmm. of all, even if you look up their contract, like, they don't get that all at once. Like, it's all, like, divided up. And so, so I just... I think that is just a whole nother level, yes, of like pressure that they do have to deal with. So, mm-hmm. Janae, when I was like, I don't know, I don't remember because, like I said, me and her talk about this all the time. And she always yeah. goes, listen, talking to athletes isn't for the week. Like, that's what she always it's says. And we not. always say that. And it's really not. And that's what we're going to talk yeah. about today because I think a lot of times my friends don't understand sometimes some of the things I go through with Wizard Kelly because. They're always like, see, like, I think you have to put them on a different viewpoint. Honestly, you can't yeah. really automatically assume like there's the standard you have for them cannot be the standards for a regular guy. Now, I'm not talking about respect. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about like treating you right and, you know, things like that. That's not what I'm referring to. But what I'm talking mm-hmm. about is having the expectations of their time and the mental aspect of it. I mm-hmm. think sometimes they don't. And so it's not really, she always says it, it's not for the week. It's really not because yeah. there's a lot of different emotions that go on with them. And first off, when it comes to mental health, I, like just a general thing, I kind of see it like two different ways. And like I said, mm-hmm. I'm, let me tell you now, I'm not a doctor. This is just how I view it and how it like makes sense, you know, to me. I believe there's mm-hmm. kind of like, you can have like a mental health and I say mental health in general, because that could be anxiety, depression, like whatever it is like a bug or like a mental health bug like a mental health like episode like things like that like a depressive episode episode is what I call it sometimes when I'm having one like it's mm-hmm. just here and it might be gone tomorrow but it's not like an exact thing that's causing it or yeah. like chronic like me I have anxiety and depression I'm gonna have that for the rest of my life like that's just part of who I am but mm-hmm. when it comes to like some people I also think there's like situational so like if you have like a, oh, I'm just having like a mental health bug. It's like a virus you get when you get a little sick or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's just cause it's there for a minute and it's a situational thing. So for instance, like if he gets injured, um, they had a bad loss, having a bad practice, playing time isn't going well, like things like that. I feel like even if the person doesn't actually have mental health issues, it can cause you to be sad, depressed, anxious, whatnot. And then maybe once that situation gets better, then it goes away. So that's kind of what I think mm-hmm. of like a situational, but then chronic is just literally someone who struggles with it, regardless of the situation. You could go win the Super Bowl tomorrow and you're going to be, of course, happy, but you're not going to, you're still going to have that sadness and stuff. That's somebody who just struggles with literally like mental health. And so I think of it as two different ways. Right. I think sometimes some people don't really pay attention. Like guys are like, like, oh no, like, and there's nothing wrong with me. And I'm like, you're acting different. You just got injured. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it makes sense. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not saying that you're going to be depressed for the rest of your life. That's not what it's saying, but it's right. just right now that's how you are. But I think just our generation, we just have to really go ahead and just realize and educate ourselves more on like what the heck it even means. Yeah. And also going back to what you were saying about like athletes not being for the week, like I was saying, um, mm-hmm. it's like I really do think nowadays there's like a stigma or whatever, like around athletes and like you know on TikTok or like social media like you literally see it all the time like oh my god an athlete or like even just like a lot of people's like dream guys like athletic you know what I mean like it's just kind of a trait that a lot of people like but it's definitely not all glitz and glamour and that's where I think like even our conversations have came up and why it's something that we talk about a lot because I also think it's important, like if you're somebody who talks to an athlete or is in a relationship with an athlete, like you should definitely have a support system or like somebody that you can talk to about Mm -hmm. it because it's honestly, it can even be a lot for you personally, but like, even just like to help, like I bounce things off of you all the time of like, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, this person's like going through this right now. And like, it's really difficult. Like, I don't even know what to say to him or like whatever Mm -hmm. the case is. So it's just like, you definitely do want to be supportive, but like having somebody else to talk about the situations with that can like give you feedback as well, just so like you can even help them more in the end is also like something I think is really important too. I agree. And I think that is important because you're going to kind of 
and like here's the thing my thing yeah if we're art like going this way we don't live with these men like we're not mm-hmm. like we don't have families with them so like, i can't imagine what it's like living with this person even if you're not married but like you know you're dating or whatever like living with them having a family and all that pressure because mm-hmm. i feel like no matter what you say if you're like even if you work like they're still gonna feel that way because they are men but i think it is important mm-hmm. to have like that group of people or like a particular someone and it is hard who who, who gonna trust but i guess what i was saying like, mm-hmm. it's hard for me because i feel like a lot of my friends they don't get it they're always just like mm-hmm. oh my god he should not be acting like that and i'm like do you not know what time right. of the year it is like when we hit <laughs> december when we hit december end of november baby's game time like at that point mm-hmm. it's emotion like it's a very hard because it's just a lot okay and so i feel like a lot of people don't get it i think yeah. a lot of friends think like oh it's just like a job you know like if someone this is a terrible example. Hopefully no one is messing up in surgeries, but if someone is a surgeon or something and they mess up in a surgery or something like that, like, yeah, they're going to fill it, their job, everything, but it's not like televised. It's not everyone, unless like mm-hmm. you literally do something terrible, then yeah, you'll probably make the news, you know, but I right. think it's still different. And so it's like, can you imagine like trying to deal with that on your own? And then at the same time, now you're just seeing it with everyone. Like, I think you have to be around people who are going to be also be able to understand, like, you know what? I get what you're saying. Here's how you should handle it. And also be able to tell you like when they're taking something too far. Like now they're taking, mm-hmm. like knowing that you're going to always be there for like taking advantage of them. Right. There's a difference right. between just like, mm-hmm. oh, like it was an accident. Like, oh, I just snapped on you for a second. And once again, snapped, not like hit you or something, but like made a little snark, right. snotty comment, <laughs> like back to you. Let's get that straight. Say something yeah. like that back to you. And then like, my bad, I shouldn't have said that or whatever. Mm-hmm. From, it goes from that to also just, always literally doing it so I think that's important to know the difference and like you were saying having someone who's going to be able to tell you which that's why I talk to Jane like all the time I'm like okay this happened like yeah. is this just like a little you know emotional thing or is this literally like this is how he is I think too um like you were saying even like with athletes like how you're saying it's not really the same as dating somebody or talking to somebody who is a regular guy just because even like regular men usually who like work a regular job or whatever they may have like something come up like you know once a, a year or, like maybe even mm-hmm. like once every few months that that may be like a big deal or like a big project but for the most part like going to work every day or like doing the work that they do it's not something that can have like immediate effects like every single day but like yeah. as an athlete there's literally stuff that, that can happen every single day like it's really like a day-to-day basis by a lot of stuff like especially yeah. like you said injuries can happen um just like literally um other people getting chosen over them or mm-hmm. like coaching things that they have to deal with not getting along with the team like we literally even just seen with OBJ and like him literally going to a whole nother team now and everything like it's just like a lot of things that literally can happen any mm-hmm. day like any given day so it's kind of like a roller coaster and it's not really um it's just like it requires a lot more patience and like understanding so I think if you're not somebody who really knows a lot about mental health and you are dating somebody who um is an athlete that you really should educate yourself on that because if not I feel like you're definitely like you said gonna have a lot of misconceptions and thinking you know oh my god like this is just not it or he's not it for me or something like that and it could just be a simple matter of like you not understanding the effects that Mm -hmm. you know his job has really that's what's like so annoying everyone acts like oh they're just playing a sport they're just throwing the ball you know, they're shooting hoops mm-hmm. or, you know, like, and it's like, yeah, but like, I I could go on a whole rant on that part, but <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I get what I'm saying. And I think it's just, it's not just that simple. It's not just for fun type thing because y'all don't make it that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think mm-hmm. also it goes into how men talk to each other. One of my biggest things is like, when I have a son, I don't think, I don't think I could go to my son's practices and stuff. The way men talk to boys, I just, I know that I was like, girls, you know, are different. I've talked to girls different, you know, playing sports and like boys, but the way they talk to them, like, I don't want someone like talking to my son the way they do. Like mm-hmm. coaches are so aggressive. They're really hard. And that's something I think that the next generation of athletes really should need to work on. Like you can make your right. point across to a guy without literally ripping him to pieces and names and all of that and here's the thing if that's just little stuff that we know that we hear and stuff like maybe a coach is mic'd up or something but you don't know what like literally what they're saying to them like behind closed doors you don't know what's being said and I know like they're just more you know like aggressive and I that's something I don't like I don't think that it needs 
to be that way, mm-hmm. to get your point across. And so I think that also is something that needs to be worked on in like the community of just the world of sports. They're that way too. But I think that when a female comes out about it and is like, oh yeah, they're talking to me this way, that way. It's like, oh my God, yeah, that's so wrong. But like for a guy, it's like, suck it up. And I don't believe mm-hmm. in that mindset. And that's one of the things I know I'll have a problem with being a mom because you don't have to talk to my kid like any kind of way. Like that's just say what you need to say, make it clear, but you don't mm-hmm. need to like degrade him the way that they do. And I think that's another added layer to what they deal with. And on that topic too, just even speaking about like kids and like, cause that's really, I feel like where it originates anyways, like as far as athletics go, like the, a lot of people are struggling with mental health and it's like stuff that's been an effect of like playing the sport for so long and literally uh, since they were kids so it really does start as a kid and like you were saying those things that are like said to them as kids really can like impact all the way through like their careers Mm -hmm. honestly and two I feel like a lot of even like parents specifically too, like only praise their boys and kids for like accomplishments that they do athletically if you know oh my kid is good at football And I'm constantly only, you know, oh my God, like he's so good. He did such a good job in this game today and such and such. But it's like maybe in the classroom, you're not really as concerned. You're not really praising him as much for those type of things or even just like any activities that he likes doing outside of the sports kind of go a little bit more unrecognized. But it's like, oh no, like you're my football kid. Like you're the kid that's good at this. And then if stuff starts to not go well for them in football at any point in their career, they start to literally feel like there's no other option for me. Like this is the one thing that people think that I'm good at and I'm not doing good at it right now. So now literally their self-worth goes from like a hundred to zero because they've never even been like praised for other things and being other than like literally being an athlete. So I think that's something that's important too, is like athletes that find things to do outside of their sport. I feel like that helps their um, mental health a lot as well. And like, I see a lot of athletes doing that now, like doing other activities or like dabbling into other things and um just then like sports constantly because it's kind of just like if you literally put all of your worth into that the minute Mm. it's going wrong it's like your entire world crashes down literally so it's like you literally it's just really that saying like I am more than an athlete like that saying I feel like starts from when people are young young athletes like make them understand that you're more than an athlete this is something you're good at but you have a whole life outside of this and you have a lot of other things that you're good at as well no I'm glad you brought that up because that is a topic I forgot to write down like a viewpoint that's something that we had been talking about before and you had brought that up to me before about like so much of their worth is tied into being an athlete and Mm -hmm. I think that just has to do with more than I don't think it's their fault um I think that that's just kind of like how you were saying at a young age is how they were like raised in the mindset. And I think that mm-hmm. sports should be used as an avenue to find a way out of whatever situation you are. Use whatever it is. If you're a kid mm-hmm. genius, use that. If you're super smart, you know, you're good at science, use that. But if you're good, at, if you're an athlete, use that. If you're an artist, use that. I think that that should be used, but I think it should not be your only identity. And I think a lot of mm-hmm. families, parents, communities, you know, whatever, don't really like make sure that the kids know like you know that you're there's more to you than just this right like you know you have other things as well and I think mm-hmm. that's something that they don't um that they don't do and I think that that does make it more pressure when you feel that mm-hmm. way honestly if it's up to me I know some athletes gonna be around I say this I think they should be kind of like <laughs> almost required to finish college before they're able to go to the league like yeah because that gives them something else because yeah. what are you gonna like when you're in a field or whatever you want to call it, a career where every what's that Drake song? Everything's here today, gone tomorrow. Like you're literally here today. You go to practice tomorrow and it'd be over. Right. Then what? What do you have? And right. a lot of times people take it for granted and they blow through a lot of their money early on. And maybe mm-hmm. you saved a little bit, but think about it. If you're supposed to be taking care of your entire family, and I'm not talking when I say taking care of families, I'm not talking about their wives, their kids. Or just their kids. I'm talking about like their parents, their siblings, grandparents, like communities. When I'm referring to take care of your family, I'm not talking about like your legit duty. I'm talking about extra. Yeah. If you're required to take care of all these people and you automatically are done. Now you can't play anymore. Well, what are you what are you gonna do then? You know, because mm-hmm. 
yeah, you saved a f- enough, saved money. Let's say you did save money. You have a financial advisor. But the thing is, I'm sure that money is probably saved up enough for you. Mm-hmm. What's here? Are you, are you supposed to go without just so you're able to try to, you know, like, you, they're not Jesus, okay? They can't turn, you know, right. all them, but how many loaves of bread that Jesus done fed all them people <laughs> with and the fish right. and stuff. Like, I think that's how people view them. And I'm like, that's not how it is. And I think that also goes to, the mindset that I was saying, me and my sister talk about this. I'm like, I think the thing we have to get out of is I got to get my mom out the ghetto. We need to get to a mindset of like, I want to set my kids up and my grandkids up because when you're Mm -hmm. focused on just right in front of you, just your mom, you're not setting up, preparing your future for the next generation. It's like every generation for themselves. It's like, okay, I did that. I got my mom out. Now it's your job. Like I want to be in a Mm -hmm. place where my kid never has to say that. And that's easy for me to say because I did not grow up in a community um, where, you know, the odds are pinned up against me. You know, I went to really good school, went to private school. Like, so I get that that's easy for me to say, but mm-hmm. I'm saying for, for in, anyone who is coming out of something that goes for males too, like you should want to be in a place where, yeah, of course, like help get your mom out, but your goal should be so that your kids are never in a position where you are. That's what your mm-hmm. goal I think should be. And I think as long as you're looking short-term as just like right now, right now, like I'm getting my mom out you know what I'm saying? We're going to mm-hmm. do this. We're going to do that. I'm going to buy her my mama a car. Okay. That's great. That's short term. But you need to think long term. Still buy her the car. Still get her out, of course. But I think until mm-hmm. you change that mindset of let me go ahead and make sure my kids are set up. Let me make sure like you're look, you're living for right now and live for right now as in like live in the moment. But I think mm-hmm. you're not really thinking long term. Like how long do y'all really think y'all going to play? Like, oh, boy was like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm playing for another 10 years. That's another 10 years. I can't do this for another 10 years. <laughs> another 10 years another 10 years right but it's like it also depends and it's just like okay so then what do you do after that in 10 years you'll be what like what 35 okay yeah so then what we've got a lot of life a lot of life to live left what are you Mm -hmm. then you're gonna do you know he does have a degree so that's one thing so maybe he'll go good job his career I don't know but the point is then what you know it's like everyone is just so and I get it though that fresh money I can't imagine what that's like you know what I'm saying you coming mm-hmm. into a whole bunch of money like I let me live my life I'm, I'm gonna live my life mm-hmm. I, I, I ain't mad at you do your thing <laughs> what is it I got nothing below for you <laughs> or whatever do like your thing. Do, do your thing boy do your thing but at the same time I think that just goes into a mindset that we kind of have to like get into of just like you were saying I'm more than an athlete and also that requires also thinking long term and being mm-hmm. able to you know, provide for generations to come, you know, setting up foundations, setting up things. My thing is, I want to be that parent that people be like, oh, her kid, they just be taking over, you know, inheriting their family's businesses. That's how I want it to be. Now, if they yeah, want to, of I course, do their own thing, sure, but I want to at least give them that option. But I agree with what you were saying about the whole mindset, because that's something I struggle with. <laughs> I be saying all the time, mm-hmm. like, I don't know who I am outside of like sports. Like this past, this right. past year has been fun. But what do I still do? I talk about athletes. I still talk about that experience, like those experiences. I and mm-hmm. that's one of the problems. And I made a TikTok about it. you know the one where he was like, I got a deal. Uh, I know how to get out that deal or whatever. I yeah, most, deal in the world. Like I have made one to that sound simply about people always get on me about why I don't talk to athletes. Like because it makes me. It's the only way I still feel connected to that life that I that I've known for what twenty three years. It's the only part of me mm-hmm. that that's how I still know that world because I never was given an identity outside of being an athlete that was never mm-hmm. something that happened for me so for me it's only just like okay well that's about it this is close so I'm gonna get to it you know mm-hmm. and so I think if we were given you know the mindset at a young age and stuff that there are other things out there for you than just you know being an athlete then maybe I wouldn't feel so lost when it did come to an end when college was over I just think also like the conversations um like just have open dialogue if you are talking to somebody or dating somebody um who's an athlete I think you know they should be able to talk to you about like things like that and like listen to what they're saying because I think a lot of times people do say other things they're passionate about but it like gets brushed over whatever you're like oh well you know you could never do that or that's like Mm -hmm. you know what are you talking about like you're you're this you do this so I think even like when those things are brought up it's like yeah take it seriously like you have other options you have other things that um you want to do and like even if like as a woman specifically, like, I feel like it's something you could like even look into if they bring something up like that, 
like look into that whenever it would Mm -hmm. come time to like do something for them. Like you want to do something nice for them or something like that. Like look into whatever it is that they're saying, like, you know what I mean? So it's just like supporting them and like the other things that they have going on in their life too. And the other things that they want to do besides literally just being an athlete. And like you said, like, it's literally hard to even like find your identity outside of being an athlete. So Mm -hmm. just even some people probably don't even think about like, oh my God, like I do have an entire life. That's not just being an athlete. You know what I mean? Like they're probably so tunnel vision and like focused on the goal and like focused on football, which there's nothing wrong with that. Cause I think to be a good and a great athlete, you do kind of have to be like super locked in, but at the same time, I mean, like there's even great athletes who do other things. They do YouTube, they do art, they do Mm -hmm. real estate, they do whatever, like they do other things that they, you know, are passionate about too. And like, I think that's something that definitely, um, is, is in the conversations now. And like that I hear athletes talk about too. So I think that's something just like be supportive. I think that's like Mm -hmm. one of the main key takeaways here as far as mental health goes. (laughs) So now we're going to go into, I guess, some of like our experiences with how they like with what Mm -hmm. goes on, I guess, like the first one, I guess I'll just start off with like, um, cause we already kind of talked about fans. We'll go into that one. I think one of the hardest things for me is when I see really hateful comments about someone I talk to or care about. Mm-hmm. It is honestly the worst. I am the girl who will go and comment back to every single person and <laughs> I will cuss you out politely. There was a time in high school where there was a guy that I was like talking to or whatever. <sighs> Anyways, and his <laughs> his um, signing day got posted on SportsCenter. And he decided to do Monopoly instead of the traditional like hats, you know, like what everyone does. And people were on there just dragging him, fake accounts, of course, and stuff, calling mm-hmm. him gay, like all this. Like he's lame. Why would he do that? Like the thing is, like that was his family's tradition. They play that at every family. Like, like it's a big deal. They have like this family like trophy. And he's like a really family person and stuff, person, family mm-hmm. person. And he's really um, he is like super sensitive. So mm-hmm. I knew like you're going to see this like sports center just sport, these sports center just posted your signing day and right. review i know you're going to go and look at it like oh my god i wonder if people think it's cool because you know, I did something different and to see mm-hmm. those comments it just was like do you not realize these are pe- real people of course i went back and commented everyone and i told my siblings I was like, <laughs> no one no one's responding back yeah i got them my brother goes kennedy your, your twitter account's private they can't see you gotta be public I said, oh hold on, hold on a second <laughs> my account public like i will i don't play that like i it's it's just it's it's bullying you know what i'm saying and it's literally yeah. cyberbullying is what it is and people don't factor that in like you can't cyberbully an athlete that's what you're doing you're literally cyberbullying them and mm-hmm. it's something i can't tolerate and i know like they'll say that they don't look they'll say that they don't you know pay attention they see that stuff they see it mm-hmm. and i think what's really disrespectful it's one thing if it's a post of them on like espn or something and you want to comment something okay but I find it like you're crossing a line when you want to go to somebody's like support or fan page and comment hateful stuff. Why are you here? Like, right. why are you even there? Like, why was I needed? That's when it, that's when it gets Kennedy's blood boiling. And <laughs> this past year, <laughs> Tyron Matthew this season, like, had I don't know if he tweeted it or wherever. He put it somewhere and was like, Chiefs fans, can't say Chiefs fans are the most like toxic athletes or something like that. And people mm-hmm. were like, he shouldn't have said that, blah, 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 blah. Like, they are. We were the shittiest team for years, for years. You finally mm-hmm. get a good quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. And then this year, people have been talking about him terribly the whole time. Like, he got you guys to the Super Bowl twice. He's got you to AFC right. Championship how many times? I don't know. I haven't counted. You've won the Super Bowl. Like, he's gotten in, in the minute that, what, he's not having such a great of a season. At the very beginning, all of a sudden, like, now they're back into playoff realm. Now they're back in the AFC West, like, number one. But see, you guys were doing all that stuff. And some people don't say something. And so people are upset that Tyron Matthew has said anything. I don't know exactly what he was referring to, but people are upset that he had brought it up. And I'm like, no, he has every right to say that. Like he could have cussed all you mm-hmm. out. And he didn't. And it's like, you don't realize right. like you're when you, it's just, it honestly just bothers me because like I said, people, I think don't realize that they're human. And I think until you're the mm-hmm. person that's like hanging out with them, that's sitting next to them and kind of knowing how that affects them you don't really Mm -hmm. get it like you're just you just see them like I said as like robots like they're literally just designed you know to battle each other you know they're not like dogs where you know you're going to the dog the greyhound dog racing and you're talking shit about a greyhound the greyhound doesn't know greyhound doesn't have a social media account the greyhound is not going to be able to understand that you're literally talking shit on it but this human can and I think that's the problem that 
people have to separate it. And I think that's one of the hardest things that I deal with is like wanting to literally like protect them all the time from, and you mm-hmm. can't. And I think that's what's annoying. It's like the, I made that TikTok of like the sound or whatever. I got a question. When I got out of the car the other day, <laughs> my old man was right here. Why was y'all laughing? Because y'all was being rude. That made him cry all my fucking night. Like that makes him cry yeah. all night. Like it, it, it doesn't yeah. him, like, stop being rude by what yeah. Knocking at him. like i'm sorry i ain't gonna say sound but <laughs> that's really how it is and i think that just drives me insane i agree i'm gonna respond to what you say and then i'll like go into one of my experiences yeah, yeah. too but um yeah like what off of what you were saying i think even like with the tyron matthews thing it's like they have a voice and i think that's what needs to be respected like mm-hmm. the whole athlete's mental health matters I think it's really about like listening to what they have to say and even like with Stefan Diggs coming out and talking about it like Mm -hmm. it's important to listen to what they have to say whether you agree with it or not it's their place to have something to say about the league that they literally play for or whatever is going on in the franchise that they play for the team the locker room whatever it is they literally have the right to say that and to be heard and to, you know, for attention to be brought to it, whatever it is, like, I feel like it should be respected. Um, now, obviously, as long as it's not like something prejudiced or like, you know, hurtful right. or like hateful to anybody, if it's just literally about like the game or whatever's going on, that it should be respected. And I think that's even like with the Kyrie Irving thing that's like been mm-hmm. going on and stuff like that about like his choice to not, you know, be vaccinated or whatever. Now he's like not playing, they're not allowing him to play and everything. It's like, even though I may not agree with that opinion or I may not agree with what he's saying, I think it's still important. And I respect that he has a voice and that he's doing what he's, he feels is right. You know what I mean? Like if that's your choice and that's your decision. And he spoke about mental health, like multiple times too, as far as like, even like he's taken like leaves of absences or like missed games due to family reasons or like being Mm -hmm. with his family I think when his like child was being born and stuff like that so this is like a lot of things that athletes do struggle with and have to deal with missing their child's birth or having family issues going on and they're not able to be there so it's like I think it is worth listening whenever they do have something to say I think that's one of the most important parts whether you agree with it or not there's no need to go on some page and comment oh I disagree with you you're an idiot like yes. there's oh literally no reason the to name do that. just literally respect what they have to say because it's their job it nobody comes into your you. job exactly nobody Move comes on. into your job and literally goes oh my god you're such an idiot because you believe this and you're doing this and like I know nothing about what you're doing besides the fact that I watch you for energy you sit on a couch like, it's not you sit on right. a couch right like it's just utterly I just you couldn't um, even make little bad please stop literally and I've seen the funny thing about it is I had seen when you commented I think you sent me that when you did comment on like somebody's fan page oh (laughs) like you were talking to I did they're literally were saying like horrible comments and she's like clapping back and honestly (laughs) for like what I'm my experience that I had like she gave me motivation too honestly because oh, yeah, you I was like you know right I was like you know what this is you're right like no this is not right so I literally did have a situation kind of too where I was like talking to somebody who was an athlete and like he got hurt and people were literally saying like horrible things mm-hmm. commenting on his page for what reason like you literally spent the time to look up his page go to his page go to a picture comment nasty things under the pictures like right and I'm talking about as far as like I hope your career is over like to that extent oh, and it's just like for you to be saying stuff like that and I literally went through and reported everybody that was saying <laughs> bad things I reported on my page like all pages that I had I literally went and reported all of them because I'm like okay this is at least I can do I'm not gonna clap back but yeah. you're at least getting a report. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, really. The reports are needed. I have plenty. Yeah. It was a time last year. Oh God, I don't remember what it was. And they were saying something. And um, the, the guy who's over his fan page, like he messaged me or, or whatever. We're cool. And he was like, yeah, I just ignored whatever. I was like, I'm not ignoring it. Yeah, you can ignore it to be professional. I'm not ignoring it. The next person that says something, catch me outside. How about that? Like, y'all gonna leave him alone. It's like, I'm saying until yeah. like, sitting there with that person until you understand and you're like oh my god like mm-hmm. you don't understand it they're human and and it annoys me because I'm like they don't deserve it yes they're gonna have a bad game okay so what okay mm-hmm. 
Like it just, I don't know. It honestly, it just upsets me and I feel like sometimes I like to use my voice. And I like to say things and I like to clap back yeah. and, I try to, and I try to be respectable because I don't want to like then embarrass them to like, bro, you just cuss this fan out. Like, <laughs> first of all, they're not your fan. Clearly yeah. they're a troll. Let's get it straight. It's always these like little exactly. high school white boys. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm ready to go in. And there was, <laughs> there was a guy, I don't know which athlete it was, it was posted in somebody like dm'd him and was like you better play good or whatever for my fantasy team and then he literally goes um like after the game they lost bro you suck or whatever you should quit or something the dude literally just comes like, catch me outside little b he's like oh my god bro like chill i'm like no he had every right to act like that he had every right to act like that because you can't sit here and make those comments and say those things and then supposed to just be like he's supposed to just be oh okay it's cool like you think they don't mm-hmm. see it like just because they don't always don't reply to everything that you guys send doesn't mean they don't see it and that just wasn't right. talking about freaking fantasy league you're the one who decided to pay for that shit like <laughs> so no and i think it's right. wrong when they do want to clap back but they have every right to clap back but right. on the topic you're talking about about injuries injuries i think is one that's a really hard one because even though like depending on what the injury is like they might be able to come back from it of course um sometimes mm-hmm. in the beginning phase I think they, they don't know if they can and mm-hmm. I've dealt with a couple of guys I'm not I'm not a um I'm about to say I'm not like um what's the word like I'm not bad luck or nothing but a couple of them <laughs> who I've dealt with like injuries and one of them it was like really difficult for me because I was like oh my god I know this is like gonna stay him back like this is definitely not gonna go so well I was really yeah he had to go into surgery <laughs> I was like really and I was more crying because I was like more nervous because I was like oh yeah my God, like, how is this gonna affect him like it's something minor it's cool like you know you'll be back next season like it's no big deal but at the same time I'm like this even though like you can get a report that oh yeah you'll be good by next year there's still gonna be mm-hmm. that like every moment and it's something that they their mood does change their mindset changes mm-hmm. the way they interact the way they talk to you um again not abuse um if they want to be bothered and all of that. And I think the same things they used to do, they're not going to do. You kind of have to be prepared to mm-hmm. deal with that. And think about it. If that's your livelihood, what are you going to do? Like, what if I go ahead and, you know, I have this knee surgery or whatever it is. And they say, oh yeah, you, you're going to make it back. But then like with rehab and stuff turns out like you can't, like you just never know what goes on in the mm-hmm. world. And like, you can be told one thing and then not happen. So they're going to act different because they're under like a lot of pressure and they're very stressed kind of given like a little bit of space. I think when someone's injured going through an injury, but at the same time, like not too much, like I had a problem with one, mm-hmm. one of the guys he got injured. I didn't leave that man alone uh-uh. because I understood like <laughs> where he was mentally. That was just mm-hmm. not going to be good for me to step away for a little bit. If he was just like a normal guy that like, I didn't know that much about, like didn't know, know him like that, then I probably would have been like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna give you some space like I'll check in every now and then send you like encouraging text or whatever see if you need stuff right um but my friend was like you need to stop and that's the difference I was she was kept telling me we're not friends anymore me and her anyways she was like you need to give him his space blah, blah, blah. I'm like I'm not giving him his space like when you give people space that's when the devil comes and like whispers in your ears you know and says things mm-hmm. to you when you're alone like I'm not gonna do that so I think that's you kind of had to be prepared too of how they're going to react. He never was me, shockingly, was not ever like <laughs> snappy at that moment. But um, that's something you do have to be prepared for because some people can get real mean. Like that's what they say when people go to people to physical therapy, like just even regular mm-hmm. everyday people, they say like the ordinaries, not the ordinaries, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the everyday people, they say that they're like, oh yeah, like they'll snap at like their friend or their wife, whoever's there. And so mm-hmm. imagine that that's just somebody at physical therapy, just so they can, you know, just be able to walk or drive again. That mm-hmm. has nothing to do with their livelihood, their career. And now you're talking about that. Yeah. You know, they're going to react different and they have every right mm-hmm. to be stressed and have like a little moment. Like I said, of course, there's a mm-hmm. line that they can cross. Just don't let them cross it. Yeah. I think too, like just even recognizing like, okay, this is just something like he's going through a lot right now. Cause I think sometimes mm-hmm. It's hard not to like even get focused on yourself and being like, well, he used to do this and he used to be like this and he was doing all this stuff. And like now he's not doing it anymore. Oh, that must mean, you know, it's a problem or that must mean whatever the case may be. It may literally have nothing to do with the relationship at all. And it's literally just the fact that he's going through something Mm -hmm. in his career or whatever. Um, 
in, in like the job that he does, or like you said, having an injury specifically. Um, so I think those things are definitely things where it's like, okay, just understand, be supportive, be there for them. And, you know, like try to be encouraging during those times. But like you said about like the snappiness and like how obviously we're not talking about like full blown, you know, like yelling at you, screaming at you, any of that stuff. It's like, okay, clearly that's not what we're talking about, but I'm just saying more so even just like, things are not how they were before the injury um just because you know what I mean like that's literally like telltale signs that Mm -hmm. you know what I mean that there's they're just literally going through something and it's not like having anything to do with you so wouldn't take it personally like that's why I say being with an athlete it's not for the week because you literally have to understand like certain things and be like you know this isn't me like it's nothing that I'm doing wrong but it's just something that he's going through so I have to be supportive of that and yeah like really just do the best you can honestly that's it too I think also being informed on their season can help you kind of a lot like having like a rough idea of okay this is what's going on. Their team is like losing this season or he had a bad game. Like kind of having an idea mm-hmm. will help then because last thing they need is some girl just coming in like, oh my God. So like, oh, why are you not like, girl, right. you know, oh see what just God. happened out there? I think kind of having <laughs> a rough idea of what's yeah. happening would definitely probably help a little bit um, to give you an idea. I mean, clearly if it's an injury, like you said, that's a total, that's easy. You should be able to look at that and know like, oh, okay, this is what's going on. But right. When it does come to the part about being able to just know throughout the season, you might be able to tell by how they're playing. Like, okay, yeah. Like, I usually, like, I can, that's how I kind of know. Um, it's like, mm, all right, yeah, this is how kind of this is going right now. This is the mood we're in. I got <laughs> it. I'm feeling it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, and you kind of have to get to a point where you have to be like, okay, am I going to take this or am I going to have to just like move away? And that's something mm-hmm. that also that you kind of have to decide for yourself. Because not even saying like it gets to as in too much as in like to abuse line, but just sometimes you just don't want to deal with it. What do you want to eat? Like, bro, I don't really care what we eat. Like, right, okay. like right. little stuff like that. Just like after mm-hmm. a while, you get annoyed, you get tired of taking their crap. My mom's mm-hmm. always like, I'm like, oh my God, mom, he's in this mood again. And my mom's like, it's because he knows like you're not going to go. I'm like, I get it, but I'm tired. <laughs> okay, I'm tired. I know the routine by now throughout the season. I can tell the wave. I know where we're at, but I'm annoyed. Yeah. Time of the year, I don't talk to that man. Mm-mm. I don't have time and right and that's why I'm like it's important to have the support group because that's when right. we call each other up, like you know what bro yes. this is not it right now this no. is not <laughs> this no. camp over here is down <laughs> for the camp right now like we're not doing well that's no. <laughs> so yeah. and then you literally just meant to them but yeah like that comment that you just said that's so real honestly it's just little things where it's like okay like this is clearly and that's why it's like it's not for everyone it's just not and it's fine like nobody you know what I mean like you choose what you want in life Mm -hmm. and that's that like you don't have to deal with you know oh you know these people have to go through a lot of things and it's a lot of ups and downs and you know what I mean if you're not that type of person that's kind of like willing to do extra because trust me those NFL wives NBA wives hats off to them because listen they I can't I can't the things that they have to deal with and go through it's a lot even like their families get attacked they get attacked like you're not even safe from criticism and you know Mm -hmm. it's just it's crazy but yeah this is why we're even having this conversation because it's just like if you're a fan looking in realize these are people's lives like these are not just puppets made for your entertainment and they're make-believe people like these are for your little fantasy league like are you kidding me it's a game it's gambling it's literally a game like you're not you have a disease gonna base somebody's literally their whole existence off of your little fantasy game like let's get real so it's like if you're a fan like learn to understand and have empathy for people literally (laughs) almost (laughs) said shut that like it's crazy at this point if you're somebody who dates an athlete talks to an athlete be supportive get a support group for yourself because Mm -hmm. that's also something I feel like that's important because like I have like 
people who are very support. But like some of my friends are like Kennedy, no, you need to stop talking to him. It's because he's that's the thing that drives me insane. Sometimes people are like, oh, it's just because he's an athlete. And I'm like, no, like there are negative things about <laughs> athletes. Like, yeah, we all know them. We joke about them. But I'm like, what I'm talking about, like right now, this moment, like I'm talking about what I'm talking to them, like this is not because he's this is him just being human and yeah. his lifestyle is different than the guys that you guys are with so he's going to react different so i don't think mm-hmm. it's oh, God, i just burped <laughs> so i don't think it's fair for you guys to always just be like whatever see it's because he's an athlete he, i'm telling you it's because he's an athlete I'm like no 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 his lifestyle is different his career is different mm-hmm. your man works yeah but if he messes up all he's gonna do is have to talk to his boss everybody's not gonna know like it's not a worldwide right. thing like everyone's not watching him right. on tv you know what i'm saying getting knocked out you know getting mm-hmm. sacked getting the you know like no one everyone's not watching that so right i think you have to like you said have the group but have it with people who understand your viewpoint mm-hmm. and understand we are one girl asked me about starting a group chat before on group me and i'm like uh-uh you know why it's, it's gonna have to be a rule of you cannot, <laughs> talk, you cannot say who you talk to because we are not supposed to be oh, yeah. fighting <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, but you. that's a good idea. I feel yeah. like that is kind of a good idea. I was we like, might you might have to it. stay tuned for the yeah for the group chat. Right. <laughs> Literally. But no, I think that I just my heart really goes out to them, honestly, especially all athletes in general, but especially males, because males are seen as they're not supposed to have emotions or mm-hmm. have feelings. And that's just something that I think isn't okay. And I think until you like I said, till you're sitting next to that person, like one guy I know he would literally he literally gets sick every like every year like right at like the prime time of the season gets so sick like he gets so stressed and anxious that he makes himself literally sick like that's oh, how man. anxious and worried he gets and I think until you're sitting there and you're like hearing them tell you about it or you're taking care of that person like you don't you don't understand what that's like and then you're next thing you know you look people are talking about like there's a one thing there's a difference between critiquing people being like oh man like if he want to mess up on this play there's a difference in saying like oh <laughs> if he didn't do this then you know but there's i think it just is all how you talk about it and that's why like, i want to create a different environment a different like mm-hmm. platform i feel like a lot of times in the news it's either you're doing good and if you're talked about because you're doing good you're putting down somebody they're putting down someone else but tomorrow that could be you being put down at the bottom and they're mm-hmm. praising someone else for making you like, you know, a clown on TV, you know? So right. I think it's something that needs to be talked about. And like you brought the Stefan Diggs video that I had saw too. It was like, he was saying, I, you know, I used to grow up like the whole mindset, like tough love, you know, my brother's stuff. And after until I experienced it myself, I'm kind of like, you know what, you know, some people need just love. Some people need, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. like kind of coming with it. And like Dak Prescott, mm. anyways, I'm kidding. He came out <laughs> about um, his issue at be, due to quarantine and stuff and one of the i forgot how it was like the skip bayless show or whichever it's called mm-hmm. shannon sharp and skip i think that's how the names are whatever he mm-hmm. the white guy on the show i don't want to say their names say the wrong person but the one who's white yeah he skip, like talked yeah yeah he talked bad like on him and was like telling him like basically like just shut up like get over it you know like you're a football player and he's made some mm-hmm. inner comment like you're the leader your team to see you lead he is leading by coming out about an issue right. place for America's team. He's talking about mental health issues. Like you don't mm-hmm. know who all that affects, who else is going to see that. And so I think that those reactions are why people don't want to come out about stuff, mm-hmm. you know, because people see it as weak. And there are people who do, even females, it's not just males, who be like, yeah, you weak if you think this way, you weak if you think that. And I don't believe, like I personally don't believe in that. And mm-hmm. I think we as females also need to make sure that we encourage and let them know, like, it's okay to have emotions. It's right. okay to not be okay. And what you're going through right now is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Now, don't, don't, don't be like, I understand you're playing shitty right now. And I get it. And that makes sense. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. But like, let them know it's okay to have emotions. Let them know it's okay to feel things. And some mm-hmm. guys, there are some who won't. That's just kind of how they are. But mm-hmm. when you find the ones who you can tell kind of want to give in to those emotions go ahead and like yeah. let them have it but yes i For just sure we also have merch i just said this oh my time. gosh the merch i'm gonna have to add it. i want to re-say that at the beginning so we are yes. dropping some merch so we have so my website's finally up it's candybright.com and the merch is dropping december so basically we came up with the hoodie and it's um on the back of it it says athletes mental health matters because it does matter and I think a lot of people don't really factor that in like as we've been talking about the whole episode 
we mm-hmm. see it as just a for fun thing, like a circus, and it, that's not the case. I think that we talk about them in a negative way so much all the time. And yeah, they do certain things, you know what I'm saying, to be talked about right. negatively, how they treat girls, whatever. But I don't think it's fair to factor that into like they shouldn't be seen as important when it comes mm-hmm. to their mental health and what all they deal with. And I think until you're the person who's dealing with all that pressure of performing, keeping a spot, a paycheck, being in front of so many, like I want you all to imagine performing in front of so many people, like imagine that, imagine right. people who don't know you and people then who do know you, who are watching you. You have so many people who you are constantly trying to prove wrong until you're dealing with all of that. And so you're the one providing for like everyone. And there's a difference between like you work a regular job and you're providing for everyone or you work at like Walmart and I have to use my check to pay for everyone. That's different because everyone knows like mm-hmm. based off of how much you make all that you can do. But when you play on that level and you're a professional athlete, like everyone automatically assumes you're making all these millions. So more and more mm-hmm. people, they want more things. They want this. And I think until you have to balance and deal all of deal with all of that, um, you don't understand it. And I think when it comes to the topic of their mental health, I think it should not be a joke. It should not be an issue, um, a funny issue. It should be something that's taken serious. And all the other things they do in that moment that we're, what we're talking about, it should be taken out the window. And it should just be focused on trying to find a better way to have a better community for athletes and to feel like they're okay. I know that like my school did, we have this, have them sports psychologists all the time. That's great. But I think until they feel comfortable enough to be open and understand that I might need help to understand that this is what I'm going through until it's mm-hmm. more like comfortable for them to feel that way. I think having those doctors and stuff won't matter. And I think the hoodies are something I just kind of want people to wear and just kind of really like to bring awareness to it and kind of look at it a different mm-hmm. And that really comes from the people I've talked to in the past, the athletes that I know that I'm friends with, have a lot of love for mm-hmm. that I care about and that I know get affected by that. We are excited. Me and Janae are getting the first copies, of course, period. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, I definitely, I can't wait to wear the merch. Like, I just know fans are going to see that. Like, if a fan sees that and be like, what? Athletes mental health? Like, yeah, take a step back from it. Like, yes. Read that phrase and understand. And yes. they might think about it differently and be like, wait, mental health? Okay, athletes, right. Yeah, so they, I'm excited. they have brains. They have emotions, guys. <laughs> I didn't know if you, you maybe don't know that, but they do. My other merch is going to have multiple colors, like grays, whites, pinks, whatever. I want this one just to be black. So like everyone has like the same one and like everyone kind of sees it. And it's kind of something that's just like, mm-hmm. well, you don't have to be an athlete, obviously to wear it. Hello, I'm not an athlete, but I want <laughs> it to be something that's going to bring awareness and something that people kind of can see and just make you maybe think twice about it. I think yeah, that's just what it's all about, you know? And again, Janaea, thank you so much for coming. Yes. Don't forget to everybody go get the merch for yes. your boyfriends, your brothers, your sisters, whoever is an athlete. Your sneaky links, um, I'm slamming. Right. If you're not an athlete, wear it to support athletes. Great right. Christmas gifts. Christmas is literally Christmas around the is corner, coming up. So we need y'all to go hard for this merch. And uh, yeah, I'm, no problem being on the show. Yes, thank <laughs> I you. Will be as always yes (laughs) do you have anything else that you wanted to say no I'm definitely I'm glad we had this conversation because hopefully it was beneficial and hopefully everybody Mm -hmm. continues this conversation and continues to educate themselves on mental health and we can all be the difference at the end of the day (laughs) yes and we see in the sports world we need needs to be a difference well definitely probably touch on it again later in like a different topic you know or something or a different mm-hmm. episode but we definitely want to make sure we just brought this up in this time of the year this month we are getting into you know it's prime time you know what i'm saying playoffs is coming up ladies you're talking to any nfl players girl buckle up don't <laughs> be right you know this like the tiktok sound hold my hand hold my hand i'll keep holding my right hand. Like, that's what's about to be like girl hold the hand okay but you're gonna make it through it and if you're an athlete listening to this guys you're gonna make it through it you guys got this you know, mm-hmm. girls, that's another thing. Send your man some affirmations. You know, he needs to yes. stimulate his brain. You know, if he's a religious person, get him a devotional <laughs> or something. Anything you're able to do, it doesn't even have to be financial. Honestly, you could write the affirmations, like look up a book and write it. Like, you, you know, you don't have to pay for mm-hmm. it. Anything you're able to do to help them is great if you care about that person at all. Not even right. on like a relationship level, but if you like, oh, I like this guy a lot. I always mm-hmm. think of it when I do things for guys. Like, if we stop talking tomorrow, will I be mad I did this? 
was mm-hmm. the reason I did it? If I did it because it felt good to me, then I'll do it. But if I'm only doing it for like points or, you know, to prove something then I'm not going to do it if like, I'm going to be upset. So mm-hmm. just do what feels good. And if you have any advice for them, like let them know, just be supportive. Our DMs are open. You can always see them either one of us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll probably just bounce <laughs> off each other as we always do. But again, yeah, I'm going to be. Oh, Where's yeah. It? I was going to say one more thing. I was going to say, I was going to, yeah. I'm going to be convincing her to do the group chat, guys. Yes. So. <laughs> I think we will. We're going to work on that. Rule number one don't say who you talk to. We're not doing that. Don't post yeah. pictures. Don't say who he plays for, where he plays. We're not doing any of that. Y'all yeah, saw you and Gay in blog because I don't need it. Don't come up here talking about who I talk to. If I find out like you're talking to Wizard Kelly, I'm ready to fight. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, I'm joking. <laughs> not, really. not really. Anyway, yes, we're going to work on that. And okay, I'm going to put this out there to y'all real quick. Janae, I've been thinking about doing our own show. <laughs> She's like, can you see yes. for the Kardashians or whatever? Reality. Like, you know, because yes. like I feel like on the podcast, like you talk about like particular topics. Like, here we're talking about this topics, but there's a lot that's happened this past week, the week before, you know, like to talk about and maybe just having like a completely just like separate show, like that's just her and I's where we just talk about like legit like what's been going on in our life. Like, dear diary, it's yeah. had dick. I'm just playing. <laughs> like, Literally. We're on our insecure shit. Okay. That's what we're on. Not insecure as in the emotions, the TV show. Let's get that straight. Yes. Yes. But Janae comes here for New Year's job. We're going to the game. It's about to be live. Period. Yep. We're about to turn up and make sure I go follow my girl's TikTok for them luxury TikTok. I told y'all already. <laughs> okay. So that way she can get a thousand. So me and her could be on live on there all the time because yes. <laughs> we're hilarious. But if you guys think that'd be a good idea, let us know. Again, we're so excited and thank you guys for supporting us. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye.